Welcome to the Beantown Podcast for July 13th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? My name is Quinn, and this is my show, creator, best boy, producer, all that stuff of the Bean Town Podcast, one of the better podcasts on the north side of Chicago, and your number one source for misinformation far and wide across the bowels of the internet. I love the word bowel, B-O-W-E-L, because it can refer to your bum or just when you're referring to things far and wide like the bowels of the internet. Well... Listener discretion is advised when you are checking out the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some uh, bum-related language. And number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Although, I I tell you what, I was just talking to our guest about this. Uh, Beantown Podcast is very much a low-to-no-production-value type of show. I think Richter or something has a scale. It goes no production, low production, and then local glow level production well we're going to be balancing out no production with the production value of our dear guest and friend of the podcast Tarek Shahada who we'll introduce in one second here he's the host of the local glow podcast a local artist and musician and he's just one of those people that you want to know in life so without further ado Tarek Shahada welcome to the Beantown podcast how are you doing today I'm doing fabulous, and I noticed that, that the intro has switched up since you moved to Chicago, so welcome to Chicago. Yeah, well, we can't be one of the you know top 500 podcasts in Baltimore anymore, because I think there's a residency requirement, so we're not, <laughs> we're not meeting those yet. And the problem is, you know, when I moved to Baltimore, I never actually changed my Illinois driver's license, so two years oh. later, I moved back to Illinois, and I still got the Illinois driver's license, so it all came full circle. There you go. That's convenient. You saved yourself $5 or however much it costs to get a new driver's license. Well, you got plates and title and registration. and That's true. Of course, that's a Death Cab song, but a separate podcast. I don't even have a car, so I would want to buy a car just so I could do those things, and the cost will really add up over time. So I think it was the right choice. We just got a car, and it's just like uh, the biggest headache to make those things happen. Thankfully... My wife, Laura, took care of just about all the paperwork and stuff, but I just kind of, uh, you know, through her experience, the stress of it, so. Well, in Illinois, you got to do the uh, inspection, right? I'm told that you do. I don't even really know what it means, but I heard you have to be inspected. And that's what I've heard as well. <laughs> yeah, I've never owned a car, but those things always feel a little... Uh, prohibitive to me like i'm in no rush to go out and buy a car because with stickers and documents and you know all that it stuff just seems like a lot to me it adds up yeah well let's let's jump right on in here um Tarek, you are the creator and i believe executive producer of another local podcast here called the local glow which for my listeners out there if you haven't listened to it Go stop what you're doing right now. Just put a pause in this episode of the Beantown Podcast and go check it out because it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, Tark, why don't you share with us a little bit about your show and, and sort of how you developed the concept? Sure, and I would recommend instead of pausing this one, if you haven't already, go ahead and just play the local glow at the same time as this one. Oh. You know, just one in one ear, one in the other ear, and I think that's probably the ultimate podcast listening experience there so the 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 way that i sort of well okay the way that our our sort of crew started putting this together uh i suppose it's a long story kind of started so i was in uh living in champaign illinois 
uh, well, Urbana, Illinois specifically, don't want to get that. You're living in Urbana, Illinois, uh, going to college there. And um, so I, I was involved in the music community there. I was also involved in the music community in Rockford growing up as well for a while, which is kind of a interesting spot and continues to be interesting. Um, but so I, I've always been sort of involved in local music experiences around the state. And uh, so moving to Chicago, I just sort of wanted to, to see what the next sort of level of that was that I could dive into, being kind of a busy guy, living a, an engineer's life, working a nine-to-five, and being kind of a boring, nerdy person now. Um, the sort of like late-night shows aren't always as accessible as they used to be, and so um, I, I wanted to sort of stay involved in, in local music and, and you know, sort of the community experience. Um, but in, in sort of a new new sort of fashion. So started the podcast just trying to do like a tiny desk concert type thing, just bringing in artists into our living room and, uh, you know, having them play some songs and talking to them and stuff. And so there's a few episodes like that in the first season. And that idea sort of started to expand and grow. We started doing some more like narrative storytelling type episodes and a couple more like investigative type of episodes um, and, and sort of had some fun with that until I got overwhelmed and was like, you know what, I need to stop for a while. That was the end of season one. It wasn't sure if there was going to be a season two because it was just too friggin' uh, tiring to make. And then uh, wound up, you know, making some friends who wanted to get involved. And uh, here we are, five episodes into season two now. Yeah, one thing I really like, and you kind of alluded to this, is how every episode is is really different you never really know what you're going to get yourself into when you turn on an episode of the podcast what is sort of the process for you and your team like when you're deciding what you want to do um, for an episode what, what does that creative process look like it looks like a lot of google documents right now so we've got this sort of uh, uh i'm i'm a I, I love like spreadsheets and things. And so we've got this uh, Google Drive uh, directory where we where we keep all of our sort of uh, gems of ideas and, and stuff. And so we've got a we've got a spreadsheet of just kind of we're keeping track of different ideas that come up. And so uh, in we, we've got a four person team now. It's myself, uh, my friends uh, Brian Doherty, Fred Via, and Victoria Thomas, and they're all really fabulous, excellent, talented people. And so we'll meet up for you know a few hours uh, a month here and there and we'll talk ideas we'll, we'll work on episodes we'll work on all sorts of different things and sort of throughout our conversations we're always kind of keeping our ears tilted towards you know finding new ideas and, and what sort of things are happening around town around the state and around the country really um, that we might want to cover so we've got we got you know a spreadsheet of different ideas and depending on how sort of passionate we are about one idea or another, we'll kind of, you know, pull the trigger on one and, and, and sort of start exploring it and see what that might look like as an episode. So ideas come from all sorts of different places. Um, and we, you know, just kind of pick them off one by one. Have you ever gone down to the American Southwest and just done a whole lot of peyote and see what happens? I haven't done that yet, but that might be, that might be the, the, uh, energy behind season three. We'll oh, see. little teaser there. Uh, <laughs> you you mentioned uh, not necessarily burnout, but just sort of 
feeling overwhelmed and that's when you decided to to end season one and you weren't sure what the future was. I think that's something, and I don't know how many fellow podcasters are listening to this episode, but but anyone who's kind of created a a show and tried to do a lot of it themselves and and stayed creative and tried to stay passionate, I think that's something that a lot of us have experienced and I've certainly felt that way um, at times throughout this second year of the Beantown Podcast. What what did you feel like you needed to do um, to sort of get back in the game and, and stop feeling so overwhelmed? Man, it was so, yeah. So for the first season, uh, it was just me working on it. And, and so Laura was helping me, uh, with, you know, some with, with some interviews and stuff. And she was, you know, very helpful and stuff. But really 95% of the work was kind of, I kept it on my shoulders. And I've, I've always been sort of a... Um, a greedy creative in that way uh, where, you know, if I'm working on something, I'm working on something and and we're going to kind of keep this within my fold. And so I think that was kind of the, it was going to be the, you know, the downfall of, of this project of mine. So I just had to open myself up to, you know, bringing other, you know, hugely talented and and creative folks on board. Um, And, and I think, you know, I, I, the, the season break happened in the middle of production on a few episodes. So a couple of you know, episodes that have come out so far this season, uh, the second season, as well as a couple more that will be coming out later, those began in sort of in the middle of season one. And, and so it was kind of, you know, that kind of shows, you know, how, how uh, I, I just had to sort of call it quits in the middle of, of, a, of a lot of things and just kind of, you know, put in that break for a while. And so I, I'd always sort of tried to keep an open mind. You've, you know, maybe I'll start this back up again or, or something. But I, I just needed to, uh, I don't know. I, I left myself open to, to friends who seemed interested, and they kind of came on, and, and we had some meetings and stuff, and, and they just brought so much energy and creativity and, and interest and, and unique views and stuff where, you know, I, I feel like I could walk away and, and you know, things would keep moving forward. And so that really helps uh, helps me to sort of re- relax in the project a little bit, knowing that I don't have to do everything as I was trying to do before. And uh, I don't know, it lets me be a little bit of an observer, you know, still being sort of the, 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 you know, the guy ultimately pulling levers on the show. It allows me to still sort of... Yeah, be a part of you know these conversations that are that, that are you know turning these ideas into episodes and not feel like I need to you know be the uh, be the end all be all for the show or something I don't know but I mean just the value of bringing people on and and having other people involved I think has, has kept the, the podcast alive when it was gonna not necessarily uh, uh, you know survive into 2019. Sounds like what you're saying is you're the the big greedy CEO at the top who's taking in all the money that the local glow makes, and you're having kind your, of a Zuckerberg your little, type. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad you got where I was going with that. Yeah, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you're sort of seeing behind the curtain mm-hmm. here. Yeah, a little Wizard of Oz action. I love that phrase. Um, for for those of us, and myself is not included in this, but for those listeners who haven't had the chance to listen to an episode. Uh, of the local glow yet um, you mentioned season two has been a little bit more narrative storytelling type stuff what are what are some of the different uh sort of topics that you've explored through season two so far yeah 
Well, season two has been really, uh, I've enjoyed it so much. Um, and it's, it's been really cool. I've got to say, because, you know, the team that we have is, is just so cool and, and such creative minds going into these things. So the first season, it was, like I said, sort of started with kind of a, a tiny desk ripoff sort of a vibe. Uh, into the, and so we were focusing on just, you know, local music and, and just kind of the, you know, the, the local independent musicians, you know, pretty, uh, it, it was cool stuff, but it wasn't especially uh, sort of a diverse sort of set of stories that we were telling. Moving into season two, we've tried to open that up a bit. And so we've expanded from just music to music and poetry. Uh, we might, you know, expand even further beyond that, depending on how things move. And um, so, for example, episode one of season two um, featured a, a live performance and an interview with a really cool uh, poet named Chris Burnsdorf, who is from Taylor, Michigan, I believe. And so uh, somebody that I just sort of stumbled into in, at, at a local DIY show in town. Um, and, you know, it was a, a teeny little show in, in the living room of sort of this uh, community sort of co-op space, and, um, we, and, and sort of we discussed the, the role of spirituality and, you know, religious identity as it sort of informs um, creative writing in, in music and in poetry specifically, uh, and sort of what that looks like in in uh, uh, you know DIY spaces and in, in local community events because th this guy is you know very spiritual very religious but not in the way that it feels you know um, aggressive in the way that a lot of sort of you know Christian bands might come across or, or something like that for example um, where you know it almost feels kind of I don't know, there's always sort of an agenda behind things, but, you know, how can how can people's beliefs and stuff uh, join in with, you know, whatever is happening in a local space without, in a healthy way, let's put it that way. Uh, so that was one cool episode, and then uh, one that just came out, uh, this last episode is uh, kind of a cool one, coincidentally on poetry as well. Uh, where we got uh, we got in touch with a bunch of poets around the around the region, uh, really across the country. Actually, there's there's one from California, and and so we brought in uh, a bunch of poets who contributed uh, one of their pieces. They recorded themselves uh, performing it. Uh, so we do just sort of a, a feature of a bunch of different uh, poets from around, and and sort of follow a, a general theme of intimacy in different sort of forms and. Uh, and stages and, and sort of uh, um, narrate that through some, some really excellent pieces of poetry. So uh, just a couple, you know, little snapshots of what season two is looking like. The local uh, glow definitely puts the, the term local into the conversation here. And that's something that I really enjoy and something that I don't do a very good job of is, is staying local because, you know, I'm a Beantown podcast out of Chicago, so it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but um, I really I do really appreciate your um, kind of intentionality there. And for all my, you know, kind of hipster, gluten, vegan, free shop, local <laughs> PETA friends out there, I think you're really going to like this 
local glow podcast. Um, Tark, you, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta know your market. Um, you, you've of course mentioned that. And if you've listened to the show, you'll know this season one different than season two, looking ahead to the future. Do you feel like this is sort of a trend where you think every season is going to be something a little different or do you feel like at this point you're just kind of still searching for what works best for your format or is it is it kind of still too early to tell that's a good question i think um a couple thoughts come to mind on that i i think you know if you know two years ago i couldn't have told you what season one would look like a year ago i couldn't have told you what season two would look like and so i i i wanna i wanna say that i've got no clue what season three is gonna look like um it's probably going to sort of continue in this sort of way, I think. Um, I, I, I think I, I don't have the attention span to create the exact same thing for season three anyways. And this being sort of a, you know, a, a hobby that I'm doing on the side, uh, um, you know, something that I mentioned before we started recording, I'm a you know, traffic safety engineer. Uh, and so being an engineer, that's, I mean, that's pretty far from, you know, podcasting about the music, I'd say. It's about as far to the other side of the spectrum as you can get. And so this is sort of a complimentary experience for me. It's something that I use to kind of help balance out my life. Um, and so I, I think that I need to, for my own sake, sort of keep expanding and exploring and trying new weird things with it. And um, I, I have a lot of interest in the production side of things, of just kind of, you know, making using sounds to sort of help tell the story not just you know words as an engineer my words are perhaps not the finest um but i i you know i I love using sounds and sort of uh uh you know just using sort of that oral uh, um medium to, to help tell stories that uh that are happening around so i think i think we'll be diving into some more interesting sort of production type things in the future if I had to make a prediction, I'd say something like that. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I had one other thing I want to get to. Oh, uh, of course, if people want to listen to the local glow, where should they go to find your show? Good question. I could tell you uh, to go to thelocalglow.com. Uh, we're we're like on every you know podcasting app as well. I think there's. Sometimes I'll get tapped on the shoulder and somebody will be like, uh, why aren't you on, you know, such and such? And so I'll go put us on that. I think we're even on YouTube now. You could find us, you know, anywhere. Um, any podcasting app, you can find us The Local Glow, um, Instagram, at The Local Glow, Facebook, etc. If you Google The Local Glow, I believe that we're the first thing that comes up. So that's... Oh, that's huge. That's a too. Yeah, that's, that's been... Uh, that's been, you know, our greatest success, probably. Your SEO is skyrocketing. That's right. That's that's <laughs> what it's all about. That's really sort of the heart of podcasting is, is <laughs> SEO. This is true. Uh, we're wrapping up here. I want to just very briefly shift gears because, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you're an engineer, you're a podcaster, but you also still play a little bit of music on the side. And before we get into what I was actually going to ask you about, I had a really interesting thought here you know i hang out and do some podcasts with uh ryan ligan occasionally yeah. um who we both grew up with 
Um, and he was in a band growing up with some siblings and friends called Say It With Love. And I have some fond memories of, of going to some, like, concerts in the basement of a church where his band would be playing. But you also had a band. And I'm, I'm struggling on the name of what it was, but I, I'm sure you remember. I'm sure you can tell us. I do remember. I hesitate to tell. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So we were called At the Uproar. And, yeah, we, we played with, with Ryan's band for sure. You said it was called Say It With Love? Yeah, that was, that was Ryan's band. I remember that. I love playing with them. They were so much fun. Yeah, and we would do some like basement shows. I mean, that was kind of the aesthetic of of the Rockford music scene was was uh, sort of dank uh, church basements and things <laughs> like that. So it definitely sort of sticks in the mind. Are we, yeah, can, can we yeah, expect we were, a reunion tour? We were a weird tour? sort of like hardcore sort of uh, like wannabe as cities burn type of band, but it was it's a good time. Well, any chances the band gets back together? Um, hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I love playing with those guys, and I would play with them again in in the, in the you know the snap of a finger or whatever. But uh, I think we'd have to hit the refresh button pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> a little little bit of joking around there, but in all seriousness, you have a show coming up on uh, Tuesday. Is that right? That's very true. Yes, we, it's just, yes, um, it. I'll be playing, I'll actually be doing just a solo thing. I've got a new uh, band right now, uh, which is, is sort of a funny example of how uh, I how much I've chilled out since high school. I told you I was in, high, in, a, in a hardcore band in high school. Uh, this new band uh, is called Discoverer. Uh, we're just about as sleepy as you can get. Uh, so we'll be playing later this month the full band. Uh, at uh, Uncommon Ground, uh, the Lakeview location on the 31st. But yeah, this Tuesday I'll be doing a solo thing at uh, the Tonic Room, uh, which I just love that venue. Such a wonderful, like, small little bar space, and it's uh, it's it's awesome. So I'm really excited. We'll be playing with a, a band called Honey Cellar, and um, yeah, going to be doing some new songs there and. Uh, having a really good time so i'd love to see some some of the bean heads out there oh bean heads that's a new one i don't i don't want to make any promises but maybe an at the upper reunion again no promises haven't talked about it just think about it you know it's it's a possibility it is always a possibility you can never rule out another, another reunion show oh boy and maybe some uh i don't know weezer covers or something just Things to keep in mind. If you if they call you out for an encore, you know, you got to have some songs ready to go. That's a great point. I'm always up for a Weezer cover, honestly. So, yeah, get ready for an At The Uproar reunion uh, playing exclusively Weezer covers. <laughs> Only the new stuff, too. Well, when I was in college, there was this acapella group, and we always wanted them to only sing outcast covers, but it never really <laughs> came to fruition. So that's another dream of mine, but separate conversation. <laughs> of course, I only know I think one and a half outcast songs, so I couldn't really give them a set list. But oh well, that's probably one and a quarter. So you're ahead of me there. <laughs> well, Tariq, I wanted to thank you so much for giving us some time on your weekend. I know you've got a busy schedule and getting over a little bit of a cold here. So thank you so much for for coming on our show. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, I I'm, I was excited when you asked me. I've been 
I've been hoping to get the call. I've been eagerly watching my phone for that call. I've been You've been like the, the, the pitcher down in AAA just waiting for that call up to the big Tricon League. That's right. Wearing my glove and got my baseball cap on ready to go. <laughs> Tricon, good, yeah. good, good reference. Come on down no, to I, I, I'm Park. so excited to be on, Quinn. I, I, I love your show and I love what you're doing. So uh, really, really glad to be uh, talking with you. Yeah, as a reminder, everyone, go check out the Local Glow podcast, localglowpodcast.com. Is that right? Did I get it right? Thelocalglow.com. Okay, don't even need the podcast. Thelocalglow.com. And if you Google Local Glow podcast, they're probably going to be the first ones that come up, which is very exciting. Uh, Tarek is playing a solo set this Tuesday night at the Tonic Room and then later this month with his band Discover at Uncommon Ground Lakeview location. All right. Mm, that was excellent. Tarek Shahada, dear friend from growing up, and uh, glad we could reconnect. And, uh, yeah, thanks to Tarek for coming on our show. So what did we learn today? Well, there are podcasts out there where people actually put a lot of thought, creativity, and passion into them. I know the beaners out there listening say, no, it, it's an uproar. How could you actually spend time editing and producing? And all? I say, hey, to each their own. Every podcast should be different. They can have their own value system. To create, all podcasts are created equal except they're different. So I just kind of like to use the words of the Constitution to make things fit the way I want them to. Maybe I should be a politician. Well, let's get to some ads here, and then we're going to end it so I can go run in this 90-degree Chicago weather. I was thinking about, oh, this was embarrassing, a little insight into behind-the-scenes at Beantown. I was going to run this morning, and I didn't have a super late last night. Late, light. Whew, didn't have a super late night last night. That's tough to say five times fast. Uh, but I got home around midnight, and I'd had probably uh, four or five beers throughout the night. And when that happens, and I, you know, I still get you know seven, eight hours of sleep. I wake up in the morning, though, and I'm just like, man, all I want to do is lie on my couch and watch Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. So I was under the impression, and this was stupid because at no point have we ever said this, but I was thinking we were going to record at 10 o'clock. Well, we recorded at 11 o'clock, which is what we had agreed to in text. And I don't, again, no idea why I thought 10. So I planned my schedule out um, so that I was going to run before the 10 o'clock uh, taping. And then I woke up at like 8.15 and I was like, oh, I can't do this. I need a little bit of time to stretch out, get hydrated was the most important thing because it's hot out today. And then eventually, of course, I was just like, I'm not going to do it. Well, then at 10 o'clock, I'm like, all right, let's record. And of course, I talk to Tarek, and he's like, oh, I thought we were doing it at 11. So then I wasted a whole hour. So now to pay my penance, I'm about to go out at noon when they say the sun is most intense. So that's going to be an exciting time. So before we get to that, let's read some ads here. Uh, Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate, hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, 
Call Steve at 541-410-0316 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. That's 541-410-0316 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. Um, this is some exciting news. And hang on, I'm going to step away for a sec to grab it. I'll be right back. Okay, so for those of you, and I don't talk about this, maybe maybe I never talked about this on the podcast, but you know that when I was living in Beantown, I, thanks to the previous tenant in my apartment, Alexis Adams, uh, was receiving Victoria's Secret catalogs and coupons periodically. I probably got about four or five throughout my time living there, and I have them on my coffee table right now, even though the coupons are expired. It's just good reading material. Well, obviously I was disappointed when I moved here, and if you're curious, I'm doing this in place of the TV Guide story because we, I think we officially broke up. Uh, I was, you know, moved here, said, uh, the one bad thing about moving apartments is now I'm not going to get those Victoria's Secret catalogs anymore, unless you can get them for free, and then maybe I would hook myself up, but that just, that feels like next level, not even perv, but just like, kind of weird, because um, I support women's bodies, like a human bra. Well, I was feeling, you know, down on my luck, when one day this past week, I get a ad plus coupon from what is this company called torrid is that what it's called torrid curve is that what it's called doesn't sound like the name of a company beautiful all around we design life-changing bras and intimates thought it said inmates for a sec so you can have confidence when you want to be sexy support to move effortlessly through your day and comfort every moment of your life that sounds pretty good to me uh, then let's see, they're advertising the Plush Up Plunge. It's got five stars. Adriana in Arizona says allows me to feel and look sexy. You got the Cage Back Hipster. I thought that was a band that the local Globe podcast featured. Sexy lace, pretty details, just enough coverage. They make this curvy girl feel as she got as if she got her sexy back. That's April from Nevada, if you're curious. You got the 360-degree back smoothing, and I'm not going to... oh. I was about to say I'm not going to go through and talk about every single bra, but I just came across a strapless push-up, which looks grand. Did you know there's a T-shirt bra and a push-up racer back? Wow. And then the back, discover the difference. $35 off bra of your choice in-store online now through August 4th. Torrid Curve, that is what it's called. Well, I tell you what, if anyone out there wears Torrid Curve bras or would like to, you know what I'm actually going to do? And the joke stops here, because once this podcast ends, I'm going to reach out to Torrid Curve to see if they would like to do a little advertising. Stay tuned. I would also like to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. And this was great. Before we started recording, Tarek made a comment about our Samson Q2U series. And I said, hey, this guy has got the good stuff. Well, Samson pulling double duty today, not something we've asked it to do a ton this year, um, but also kind of in that vein, and this is something I mentioned on the phone um, to Tarek, was this is probably the first episode in what feels like a really long time, and you can check me on this. I'm not sure how long it's been, but a while, I feel like, where we've done like an actual serious sit-down interview. We did a decent amount of those in year one. Um, a couple come to mind, Grandma Sal, Maggie J, John Paul Pandowski. But we really haven't done that much this year. This year, year two has been a lot more improv, comedy, uh, stand-up bits, that sort of thing. Um, 
this year has been tough. This was a great kind of reset for me to be able to do this, and I really hope you enjoy this episode because we had a good time doing it. But, of course, capturing all that crisp, clean audio quality was the Samson Q2U series. Don't forget, according to the Old Testament, when God speaks, he uses a Samson. One more ad here, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Midtown Baltimore shoot? I say this every time, and I know you're like, oh, he's just doing it for poops and giggles now. No, I legitimately forget because every time I'm like, after I finish reading this ad, I'm going to go back in and change it. And then I record the rest of the podcast. And then by the time that ends, I'm tired. And I'm like, well, let me do something else. Let me get off my butt and go run like I'm going to do today. And then I close the Google Doc that has the ads on it. And I never come back to it until the next week. So maybe if Torrid Curve wants to do a little partnership here, a little partnership, then I'll come in and I'll edit it. So really, this comes down to Torrid Curve. But uh, how many north side of Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving the city of Chicago and the north side of Chicago and all of Chicagoland. End of sentence. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or your email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. That's Cuts! Q-U-T-Z by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Very straightforward song today. I don't want to take away any of the uh, musical genius away from Tarek, again, playing a set this Tuesday night and his band Discover later this month at Uncommon Ground Lakeview location. There's also an Uncommon Ground somewhat close to my current place of residence up in, uh, oh, it's technically Edgewater, I think, because it's on the south side of Devon, but it's Devon is the border between Edgewater and Rogers Park. Um, all right, one last piece of business here. Uh, we got buttons. We have got buttons. And I'll give you a little dangle right now so you know it's real. Sounds like Legos or something. We got a hundred count of I Heart Beantown buttons. And there's no gimmick. There's no nothing. You don't have to do anything. We just want to share them with the fans, with the friends of the podcast, the Beaners or the Bean Heads, a new term introduced by our friend Tarek, and I, I kind of like it. I don't know. Um, so remind me next time I see you, hey, Quinn, I heard you got these Beantown buttons. I'd love to have one. Well, I'll, I'll try to carry some with me at all times so that you have a Beantown button. Wear them on your backpack. P- physically wear them on your skin, pierce nipples, whatever you want to do, a navel, uh, tongue. I don't know. I, I think it could be tough with swallowing and talking, but... The Beantown button is yours. I lay no claim to it. Um, So we've got some, and we would love for you to have them. So remind me, and uh, that's about all I got. Well, it's a hot summer day here in Chicago, about to go out for a run. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, everyone. Uh, Can never drink 
too much water, especially if you go out the night before and you're drinking alcohol. You got to double time in the morning when you wake up, and that's what we've been doing. Thanks to our friends at Jack Link's Feed Your Wild Side, drinking from the Jack Link's Growler, courtesy of Uncle Andy. Well, all right, 36 minutes. That's a great place to end. It's a nice, happy medium. That's right in the sweet spot. We've had some longer episodes in the past, typically with uh, friends of the podcast, but this one, we got right to the point, and uh, no fat except for the stuff I got on me, and uh, yeah, so thanks again to Tarek so much for giving us some time out of your day for sharing with us. Again, go to thelocalglow.com, or you can find those podcasts anywhere you listen to podcasts, and if you're thinking, oh, this is just another podcast, if it's anything like Beantown, I'm going to hate it. Well, it's nothing like Beantown. It's well-produced. They've got four people working on it. It's local, shop local, buy local, vegan-free, all that stuff. Glo- uh, local Glow podcast. You're going to want to listen to it. And it's not, you're not overwhelmed with content. There's not a new episode every week. There's probably a grand total of, what, like 12 or 13 episodes out there. So just go check them out if you're looking to just learn a little bit more about our local community and some of the art, some of the poetry, some of the music that exists here. Go listen. All right, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, beantownbeantownpod.yahoo.com. I, I kind of unintentionally lost that one. It was like I, my tongue was on a roller coaster at Six Flags Great America up there in Gurney, and it just kind of got away from me. Just got away from me. All right, for all of us here at Beantown Podcast, Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to the friends. Don't forget to listen to us, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Player FM, all the other places where our podcasts are, except for CastBox, where we're not. Subscribe. Share us with your friends. If you liked what we did today, let us know. Leave us a message, and we will do some more of this uh, local uh, other friends of the podcast type interview stuff. We'd love to do it. It's fun. If you liked what you listened to, we'll do more of it, but you got to let us know. Uh, BeantownPodcast.com, all our new content, Beantown Blog. And that's about all I got. Don't forget to check out our new YouTube series, Budget Reviews. We started with Stranger Things Season 3, uploaded this past week on YouTube. You can go find it on my channel, Quinn David Furness. And we're on Twitter at BeantownCast. For all of us here at the Beantown Podcast, have a wonderful weekend. Be kind to one another. We'll come to you live next weekend, probably from Washington, D.C., where we've been on assignment before. We're going back. And you never know what you're going to find. Thanks to everyone for listening. Have a great weekend. And we'll check in on you next time.